Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. I am here with author Barbara Mack, who has written a memoir called "The Hand I've Been Dealt," and it was published last year. And I would love to talk to her all about her book. Hi, Barb. How are you today? Oh, hi. I'm doing good today. I'm doing real good. I'm glad. Thank you for inviting me. This is really cool. I'm I'm excited to talk about your book. This is a really Interesting and and trying to get to know you about it too. Can you go ahead and tell me about your book, The Hand I've Been Dealt: A Life Lived with Epilepsy? Basically, explains what it's like living. I was diagnosed with epilepsy thirty plus years ago. It's been a struggle, a battle from the beginning, uh, controlling the seizures and a different lifestyle. I have to be aware of certain things, you know. Not triggering a seizure, just、uh, what it's like. I know、uh, I didn't like to admit at the beginning that I had epilepsy. People with epilepsy are kind of feel intimidated or whatever. I just feel it's time for the world to know. Epilepsy is not something to be embarrassed about. It's not any、mm-hmm. different than any other illness. It's not something that I chose, but it's something I've learned to live with. So, what made you? Finally, put pen to paper. As much as you want people to know about epilepsy, about what you've been through, what made you actually finally decided to write your book? I guess I was working a job that I really loved. The job was getting too stressful, though. I knew I had to choose between a job or my health, and so I quit the job. But I really sitting home, and I I didn't want people to think that I was a quitter. That I was just going to sit around, be lazy, and not do anything. I wanted to explain to my friends and everybody that knew me. I didn't quit the job because I was lazy. I quit the job for my health. Really, when I started writing the book, I I thought it was you know I was just telling a story to the people in my area. I guess is after we got the book finished, it really dawned on me that this is everybody in the world. Everybody in the country can read this book and know what it's like living with epilepsy, and I just want to get the word out. Then I didn't quit. I, I just、uh, my goal now is to be an advocate and support anybody with epilepsy and be there. I would love to get to know you more within your book, but how was it writing? How was the process here? It was. Fun. I had a writing coach. We would meet once a week. We would talk about the book, talk about what I wanted to say. She would give me advice. Like I said, we would meet once a week and talk about it, and write up some papers and compare notes. And every week, and we had the goal to to get it done. We just kept going. She was very encouraging, you know, and I just. Just、That's、kept、right. going, right? And you have a completed project. You have a completed book. It's something that a lot of people are still striving towards. So,、um, is there anything in this book in particular that you really felt great writing about? 
there's an event or anything like that? Just the family support. I didn't go through this right now. I'm by myself. You know, I had a lot of friends, family, everybody standing beside me, holding me up, giving me support. And that's what was important. Just family and the support that I had. That's what was important. Are you done writing about your experience? Is this a one-time book that you wanted to do? Or are there more projects in the future when it comes to writing about this? Um, I think I would be interested in doing more after we finished the book and sent it off to be edited and we were done. Things would pop up, things that I wanted to have mentioned. And I've been taking notes and I think... I think I would really be interested in doing a second edition, getting more into detail. People that have never had a seizure have no idea what it's like. Mm-hmm. And coming out of a seizure, it's like a trauma. It takes a while to come out of it and and to recover. And I I would just like people to know what it's like, get into more detail if we went into a second book. I would get into more detail about it, letting people know, I guess I I can't stress that enough, letting people know having a seizure and coming out of it is so stressful. It just takes a lot out of you. I'm really thankful that us as readers is able to navigate what you went through, navigate to see all, all aspects of epilepsy or coming out of a seizure and things like that. While you were writing this book, it becomes extremely personal. How was it having to reach into the really personal part of of your writing? It felt good. It wasn't hard to do because it just felt good letting people know. You know, I had kept things to myself, kept things bottled up. Uh, One of the things family members, when they read the book and they said, oh, I didn't realize you had done that. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that happened, you know, because I had always kept things inside bottled up. And so I I mentioned things in the book that people didn't know about. And it just felt like a release. You know, it felt good to, to let people know. All right. So, Barb, what else can you tell me about you as an author? Um, author, the first time somebody introduced me as an author, I was like, (laughs) oh, (laughs) wow, really, I didn't realize I was an author. I just told the story. It feels good. I can't stress that enough. It feels good to inform the public and to get the word out, doing everything I can to help raise awareness. Right. Well, I certainly appreciate that you did something like this. This is needed and to come from someone who goes through this for a long time and everyday ordeal this is something this is really amazing i would love to hear more about your book and or some events in there that happened that you want to kind of mention anything like that when i start the first seizure the very first seizure i ever had was uh, i was 20 years old it happened on the 4th of july there was a death in the family and it really shook me up I I didn't want to be home alone so I got in my car to go to work driving the gravel road that I drove every day and I had a car accident missed a curve and and hit a tree head-on 
and the ambulance came and took me to the hospital. The ambulance attendants knew I was having a seizure, but nobody knows. We will never know whether the car accident caused me to have a seizure or if I had a seizure because of the death in the family and that caused me to have the car accident. Right, the stress from it. Yeah, so we, we will never know what the cause is. But then I was given uh, seizure medication and things were fine for 10 years. And then all of a sudden uh, I was living on my own, had my own house, my own vehicle, living a carefree life. And all of a sudden the seizures come back. We have no idea why they came back after 10 years. And that's when I was diagnosed with epilepsy after spending two weeks in the hospital doing all kinds of tests. They determined I was epileptic and I had seizures from both sides of my brain, which is unusual. It took a good eight to 10 years to get any control over the seizures. And I guess one of the things I do point out in the book, too, is I'm single. I've always been single. None of my uh, doctors ever told me that birth control pills don't work with the seizure medication. So I had an oh, unexpected pregnancy. Oh, you know? gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, people encouraged me to end the pregnancy. Well, I didn't do that. They thought I should give the child up for adoption. I didn't do that. I kept my son. Finally, the doctors uh, did convince my family and I that I couldn't live on my own caring for a newborn. That's when my house was sold. And I moved uh, with my son back to the family farm so my parents and could take care of both my son and I. Mm-hmm. And so we came back to the farm, and I've lived here ever since. And my parents are just forever grateful for them that they were able to care for me and my son both. Without the family, my son would have probably ended up in foster care someplace, and we would have been separated and so that's why family is important to me, because kept my son and I together. I love that this book not only gives you an insight into the epilepsy or what you went through coming out of a seizure or whatnot. There's also a lot of heart in this, a lot of struggles when it comes to figuring out how to navigate everything. But there's a lot yeah. of heart. There's a lot of love in the family. This is this is so many levels of of a memoir that I would say. Thank you for opening up and telling me about your book like this. So, so Barb, where can we get your book? Um, it's available on Amazon and Kindle. It is available in uh, several small bookstores in my hometown area, Brainerd Lakes area. It also can, I can be contacted through my email account, bmacbooks at gmail.com. And I always have copies available. I'm willing to send them out. I love that you are very open in fans contacting you and getting to know you and getting to talk about your book. This is brilliant. What are some next steps for you besides the next book about more about the seizures? Anything that you're tinkering with as far as your writing? Uh, Not uh, with my writing. I have become a volunteer with the Epilepsy Foundation of Minnesota. I've met a few nice people through there, 
And we are working together to get advocacy and support groups started in my hometown area. Uh, 30 years ago when I was diagnosed with epilepsy, there were no support groups available in the area. The closest group was 60 miles away when you don't drive. It's hard to ask somebody to drive you 60 miles to go to a meeting. So that's my one of my biggest goals right now is to get support groups available, offer my time and whatever's necessary for anybody new diagnosed with epilepsy. I just do what I can to help people get through it. The diagnosis is very hard, you know, to accept that your life is changing and you need a shoulder to lean on, somebody to talk to. I'm always available. So it's one thing to have friends and family being really supportive, which is the most amazing thing. But it's also another thing to have somebody who's gone through what you're going through, someone really relatable and someone can who can hold your hands while you're trying to figure out what's happening. So I love that your book is out there and available and people can really relate to. So thank you, Barb, for coming today and talking to me and giving me your time about your book. This is really, really great. Any last minute thing you want to say before we go today? Just anybody newly diagnosed, hang in there. You can survive and you can get through it. Family and support, you'll survive. Thank you. I like your your energy about all this too, Barb. This is amazing. I want to say thank you again. And I hope I get to talk to you again when you you do more with the advocacy, you do more with you know writing about the seizures. But I will let you go and have a wonderful day, Barb. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. Please continue to support indie authors and indie bookstores. And if you would love to support Tell Me About Your Book podcast, you can certainly do so by going to buymeacoffee.com slash tellmepodcast. For a price of a coffee, you can support monthly for just $5. There's other tiers too in the memberships and you can look at all the info about it and I would certainly, certainly appreciate it. And of course, there's the other podcast, Books, Cats and Snacks, where Caddy and I talk all things book and about her cats too. See you then.